Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. So welcome, welcome, welcome back, Mike. I heard you went on a good vacation. I did. I did not go on vacation. I wish I would have. Uh, Fuck, that was me. Vacation would have been awesome. It was. Nothing in moderation I, uh, was in the Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, doing doing Vegas things. The problem is that you can't tell us any of the things that happened while you were there. So the motto of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is no longer the motto out there. Really? Yeah. It's uh. Hmm. It's funny because we went on a tour of the uh, the old neon lights, and it is no longer the motto. And they're like, "That's stupid." <laughs> All right. It's, yeah. So it used to be what happens here stays here, and now it's what happens here only happens here. Oh, okay. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but people get jacked up on methamphetamine pretty much every in every city in this country. Yeah, and you know what's funny is Nevada prostitution is legal or sex work whatever term you want to use but not in the county that las vegas is in so not in clark county Hmm. so all the little business cards that you find out there that are like you know wink wink nudge nudge sex worker Hmm. that's not yeah it's well so a brothel is a structure where you can go and get the hj and the zj and everything Mm -hmm. uh they have those outside of clark county but not in clark county we actually stopped by one (laughs) Oh, okay. But because, How'd that go? Well, because of the Rona, they're not allowed to be doing business. Well, yeah, and I mean, you, you got to keep six foot social distance. So unless someone's got orangutan arms, you're not really going to get any. You mean to tell me that in Nevada they can't find someone with long enough arms to give an HJ from across the room? Not if they're outside Area Fifty One. Man, what the fuck? See, this is what happens. This is what happens when you shut the circus down. All these fucking people just move away. Yep. You can't get help. You can't get help anywhere. But we did go. We. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw the tour company under the bus because I still have to write them reviews and I'm going to try and do creative <laughs> writing to write reviews and stuff like I did with the Whopper story. But one of the tours we went on, we, we were the only people on the tour and we mentioned like, Hey, we're headed up this way. We saw that one of these brothels in the areas actually has a bar and food and you can go on a tour and, and like, they're not pushy about sex. And the guy's like, yeah, I've heard that too. I've, I've never been. It's like, well, do you want to stop by? And he just kind of looked at us. He's like, well, I mean, if you guys want to, he's like, I'm not going to be mad about it, but I'm not going to tell you I want to go. It's like, yeah, nice. let, let's stop and uh, get some pictures and throw pickle Rick up on the sign and shit like that. And it was a good time. I mean, like I said, it was closed and we didn't get to go in and have a beer or anything, but it's on the to-do list yeah. next time. Hmm. Definitely have to check that out once the run is over. Yeah. And you don't even have to have the sex. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't know. The brothel thing freaks me out a little bit. I don't know. Well, help. I'm sure they're. I know. I know they go. I've watched enough documentaries on like HBO, like the real sex and shit like that. Like they, I know that they're not. You know, it's not you know. what I used to see in the bad part of the land with the it, zombies walking it, the street for twenty bucks. It's not what you think when you think brothel or sex worker. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's just not that scenario. Right. It's it's not, it's not the <clears> negative. <throat> 
thought that immediately comes to mind yeah. when you hear the word, and I don't mean this towards sex workers, but when people throw the term hooker out there, it yeah. evokes a certain thought process. And, yeah. and part of breaking that stigma is, is the term sex worker or sex industry and stuff like that to where it's all voluntary and it's not just to support a drug habit and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, we drove by the brothel where, was it Lamar Odom? Odied. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that got pointed out to us. It's like, yeah, that's where Lamar Odom Odied. It's weird that that's part of the tour. Like, fuck that guy. Well, it, <laughs> I mean, it just so happens that, again, being on the the tour and it's just the two of us, we had a lot more direct interaction with a tour guide. So we mm. went over some trivia questions and, and shit like that. That's kind of cool, I think. Yeah, it was. I mean, I felt bad because the guy makes his hourly wage plus tips, but didn't get a whole lot of tips because it was just the two of us. But it was a good good time. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they got better tips than they would have from other people. Yeah, you guys, you guys are better tippers. We we try to be. I mean, we just kind of take a stab at what we think things are worth. So, yeah, tipping a guy a hundred bucks for six hours tipping of his is, day. Tipping is weird for me because I don't think that, like, I understand that like food workers make, um, you know, four dollars an hour or five, whatever the fuck it is in Florida, um. You know, so I get that they make less money because they are supplemented with tips. So I don't mind tipping them, but I find it weird. And even though I do it, but like tattoo artists, typically they are independent. They set their own prices. They're not, they're not, they're not, you know, they, they pay booth rent or whatever, whatever their setup may be. Um, I know they're all, I'm sure they're all different, like a, like a barber type deal. Um, and even barbers fall into this category too. Like I still tip my barber as well, but <clears throat> I don't, I don't get the whole tipping somebody who is effectively the business owner. Right. I mean, if you're like setting what, your own price, yeah. Why if not you're setting just your tell own me price, what you want to make and, and exactly, I'll pay it. you know, like, it, but I, again, I, I, I tip my tattoo artists and my barbers well, in my opinion, or I try to at least. Um, but I, I just, it's one of those things I just don't understand about tipping. I, I don't get the. The tipping the, the the person that set the price more money. Just just set the fucking price. Tell me what you want. I'll pay it. Well, and, That's what I'm here for. And I would much prefer that. And I think that comes back to a lot of Americans like the because I twelve dollars and ninety nine cents instead of thirteen dollars thing. Yeah, but like I, I feel obligated to tip them because I, I don't know when if they just said hey this is two hundred bucks then here well here's your two hundred bucks I'm out right. Well, I mean like, I don't know. we had this conversation not too long ago when I bought the starter and the alternator from a small business that I've been doing business with for mm. 15 or 20 years. Yeah. And their prices are so low and it's just a mom and a dad place mm-hmm. and they're, they're very direct. They're, they're the kind of business I want to do business with anyway. Absolutely. I, I they've, they built an alternator or two for me at one point. Yeah. And they're like, so. Oh, you know, it'll be like $98. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not enough. I just spent twice that just on a starter going anywhere else. I was, so I gave yeah. them like a $20 tip and they're like, well, you don't need to tip, but we're not going to tell you no. And, yeah. and both you and Ashley made the comment to me, just pay them what they asked you for it. They're asking yeah. what they think is reasonable. And meh. yeah. Well, and, and to, to whatever extent, like when you, that I'm sure they didn't build you a new alternator. They replaced what was wrong in your alternator. So right. if it was a, you know, a $32 diode that went bad, then, you know, there's even at $98, they're making, you know, a really great profit on on that. So it's one of those things where like, I don't, you know, like I I get it. You know, it's one of those things like hand them a hundred, keep the change. But like, I'm, you know, I don't know. It's weird. 
Yeah, and I mean, and, and again, I am a huge fan of price things where you think it needs to be yeah. and pay an appropriate wage and don't leave it up to somebody else to decide the fate of the person who did it. Absolutely. I mean, Florida is one of the weird fucking states where you can pay people next to nothing to be a server and say, oh, no, you got to rely on tips. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it becomes... We're like, going to... We're gonna charge you. We're gonna charge your customer thirty two dollars for this six dollar steak. Um, better hope they tip you in order to get paid while you serve and wait on them hand and foot. Right, and it's it's crazy to me because then because I was just having that conversation about servers specifically in the state of Florida and claiming your tips versus not claiming your tips. You know, I'm sure you have left people cash and said, mm-hmm. this is your money, don't worry about the government taking a type deal. They're taking their... I've I've written taxation as theft on the tip line of a receipt and left a cash tip. Well, in... So... T- <laughs> in, in my former libertarian days when I thought that shit was okay. Right. And talking with a second wife, she was saying when she worked at Smoky Bones and they got vacation time, that your vacation pay was based on your flat rate pay plus whatever your tips are. Mm-hmm. So if you're not claiming your cash tips come vacation time, you're, they're not yeah, going to pay vacation you out sucks. appropriately. And it's like, well, fuck, you're, you're going to get hosed either way. Well, then I feel like I feel like Destry mentioned, I think, because he was a server for a lot of years um, and a bartender at, at, you know, like Chili's and Ale House and shit like that. And I I feel like he had mentioned something about that. But I, I, I feel like it was still better overall to take that shortened week on vacation and continue not claiming the tips or whatever. So. Did he work at the one in Sanford? No, no, no. He always worked at like near the airport. Okay. So. I was just trying to think if he was familiar because I used to go to that one all the time. Mm-mm. Speaking of which, we need to meet up with, with the JP and the mic and stuff. Yeah, we do, we do need to do that at some point. So I think about that, and then I think about coronavirus. Yeah. And then I don't want to hang out with people. Fuck, dude. I cannot <laughs> believe how packed the plane was like they were sending us emails um, to try and get they're like how much do we have to pay you to reschedule your flight a hundred dollars i told ashley i'm like if they're just gonna leave it open like that just tell them a thousand dollars a seat mm-hmm. i was like and if they'll pay it i'll i'll fucking take another day off of work yeah for another right. day off of work's worth a thousand dollars to me absolutely more i mean um see and when i flew to to michigan to help destry move down back down here and I flew Delta. I, I always fly Delta. I won't get into the specifics. Um, the biggest reason I fly Delta is because their main hub leaving and coming into Florida is Atlanta. And I most people hate the Atlanta airport. I personally really like the Atlanta airport. I started to like the Atlanta airport because it's one of the only ones in the country that you can smoke in <laughs> without having to walk. all Because they have little smoking rooms, you know, like with doors that close and ventilation systems that's, you know, um, now that I don't smoke anymore, like I can walk past those lounges and they don't smell like smoke out front, which is cool, I guess. Um, McCarran has got that too in Vegas. Yeah. Because they have yeah, Vegas was, mm-hmm. but you know, leaving, leaving Florida, Atlanta is the, you spend like an hour on the plane, you get to smoke another cigarette before my fucking five hours cross country to, to LAX or whatever. But in order to, if I did my layover in like Phoenix or Chicago or anywhere in Texas, there's fucking, it's like a 25, 30 minute walk to get out of the airport to smoke right. 30 minutes to get back in. It, it was never worth it. So I always flew through Atlanta so I could get that cigarette in, but I grew to like the Atlanta airport and Delta is the easiest way to guarantee a connection through Atlanta. But I, I fucking was surprised because when I flew, they skipped seats. So like I didn't have anybody, 
on the first flight out, there was only two seats on my row. Like it was one, two seats on the left, three seats on the right. I had the window seat. They left the next, the aisle seat open. They left the aisle seat or they had the aisle and the window on the other row open. Okay. Or used. So they, every other seat was filled. Um, they didn't skip rows. Like there was somebody in front of me, but they were on the aisle seat, not the window seat. Got it. Um, so they actually tried to make, they an tried. Effort. And this was also before things changed. Cause we had, you know, a little bit of a downturn in cases and things looked like they were getting better. And then America, America, um, and, and things started to trend numbers. back up. Yeah. And we're, we can argue about why or whatever all day. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to go there with this story, but, but it's weird to me that it was like, they, they, they did the skipping the seats. They loaded from the back to the front. They, they had in-flight service, but it was literally, they handed you a plastic bag that had a bottle of water, the cookies, a, a small tiny bag of Cheez-Its and a, um, pack of Purell, like, like a little, little, ketchup style packet but it had purell in it right like they handed you that all as one and then they came by and they picked up the trash as you left or you could take it with you or whatever right they're still doing that by the way as far as yeah which i think is great i like i i was telling jen and and destry too like i i actually enjoyed flying up there more than i had previously because i wasn't crammed in next to somebody i wasn't reach somebody wasn't reaching across for their food and and you know getting whatever fucking just it was just you know, in general, like and I flew out of Daytona and even going into Daytona, they had people in Daytona giving you a, like a little plastic bag with like a bottle of, um, sanitizer and some information about Daytona and a mask in it. Like, you know, individually packaged, like before you even got in, like as soon as you come in the doors to Daytona, they were giving that to you. Yeah. I noticed, which that I thought a, was kind of cool. A lot of places were, were supportive of, if you don't have a mask, we'll give you one for free. Or in Vegas where everything you have to pay for, like everything, everything it's, Oh, if you don't have a mask, we'll get you one for a dollar. Yeah. You know, so it's not the end of the world, Yeah, but I can tell you on the flight out there. And I don't remember who we flow and flew with which direction. One was United. One was American Mm -hmm. on the flight out there. They loaded back to front, which to me is brilliant because it makes sense that you're not walking past more people to sit at the back of the plane and smacking the fuck out of them with your carry on bag. Yeah, absolutely. And they did the same thing. There was, there was no seat back entertainment, um, the whole way out there. And there was only seat back entertainment on the way back from, from, uh, Vegas to Phoenix. But on the way back, they loaded front of the plane to the back. Huh. Inevitably, there's yeah. nowhere to put your fucking carry on. Cause the entire plane's full. Everyone brings a carry on. That's too big. Everyone brings a personal item. That's the size of a carry on. And then people still bring yeah. fucking 38 purses, jackets and hats. And baby yeah. <laughs> seats and fucking strollers, and they've all got to be yeah. stashed. So Assholes. It is what it is, man. I told you that when we were in line coming home at the Phoenix airport, that there was an old man, and I, I say old, I'd imagine he's in his 70s based on you know the way he looked and the way he was walking and stuff. And between him and what I believe was his wife was a group of three people. And he tried to walk around the three people to get next to his wife. And the person that he went to walk around flipped out and started fucking screaming at him how she was going to beat his ass. And I'm like, what? what? It, it's it's crazy, man, how inconsiderate some people are. And, and I told you the same thing that when we were in Vegas, the hostess was trying to explain to a guy who came up to the counter. Hey, yeah, there's open seats, but those are reservations. We give them half an hour to come fill their reservation. If they don't, then we can seat people there. But we can't mm-hmm. seat you there just because it's empty. They're, they're reserved. We give people an opportunity because they may be playing slots or, or whatever else. 
and the girl that was with him, Ashley was standing up there. She said the girl threatened to punch the fucking hostess in the face just for giving her shit. I, I fucking, I, I told you this via text, but I, I want to own a business purely so that I can tell people like that to get the fuck out of my establishment. Yeah. I mean, I fuck God. I hate that shit so much. Like why, why the fuck? Do you, I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's I just don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't pay to be polite sometimes because you throw a fit like that and you're a fucking shitty human being and yeah. then you get what you want anyway. And it just Listen, reinforces you, negative behavior. That's how you get fucking. That's how you get your food spit in. That's how that happens. You know, we were talking about it on the plane and this is a distinctly privileged conversation, you know, because we're privileged people. At what point does behavior become you're a shitty person versus any other excuse? Like, I personally believe in being polite to people, being respectful to people as a general rule of thumb, unless they they present the situation to be otherwise. But people from Boston, as a for instance, there's definitely an area of Boston that when you talk to somebody from that area, they're not being to them. They're not being rude. They're not talking down to you. They're not being an asshole. That's just the way they talk. And at what point, if someone's being what you view as shitty, is it just a cultural difference versus when is someone actually a shitty human being? And then who gets to make that determination? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then I told you when we were at the Grand Canyon that there was, we were waiting in line to, to buy bottles of water and there's a line like 10 people long in this one girl. Uh, and I think a guy or another girl with her get to the front of the line it's their turn to cash out and rather than paying for their shit and moving on they literally shuffled four other groups of people for purchases in and out in front of them rather than those people waiting in line and i'm like well are they assholes or is this just the way it's done where they're from and then are you the asshole for taking an issue with it when it's a cultural difference versus a politeness issue I don't know. And I think everybody's going to have a difference of opinion on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, where you I, draw I the even, line. I don't even, yeah, I don't fully know where I, I stand on that one. Well, <laughs> I know where you stand because when we were walking into the parts store on the day of the Miata workings, there was a guy who had no interest <laughs> in being considered. That motherfucker. To us. God damn it. The guy walks in about that literally guy. an arm length and a half in front of us. And instead of holding the door, which is no big deal, he <sighs> ensures that we can't grab the door and it slides across his ass to close. And then proceeds to, instead of walking to the counter for help, he walks over to an employee to engage them. Mike and I wait in line at the counter. And then when another employee comes around and gets behind the counter and goes to help us, this guy starts throwing a fucking fit in the store. He's like, oh, man, I was here first. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you talked to somebody. Oh, well, they didn't hold the door for me. Yeah. Dick face. (laughs) That was your standpoint was, you know, I don't let him go in front of us if if he'd been considerate. Pretty much. But no. (laughs) Ah, yeah, you're right. You you might be right. Maybe I do know where I stand on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a touchy subject. Yeah, it can be. But yeah. So uh, you guys ate. Looks like you guys ate at the Heart Attack Grill. How was that? It uh, not to trash him or anything, but mm. we did go there. It was an interesting experience. It was it was a Food Network style experience. You know, oh man, I win. It was neat. It was this. It was that. Um, the bread was nice. The burger was okay. whatever. Um, yeah, but the theme to the restaurant was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I, so, I weighed myself on the way in because mm-hmm. if you're over three fifty, eat for free, which I'm not over three fifty. Well, that's good. Yeah. And then I weighed myself on the way out 
and the difference between in and out was three pounds. Damn. And I had the small burger. Hmm. So. Well, that's a, so what, what was weird to me is in the picture you posted on the, on the internets, you, you had on like the gowns or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's weird that with everything going on that they still do that part of their shtick. Uh, I'm, it's my under, it's my understanding they do one, like it gets worn once and then it in theory gets washed before it gets recycled. No, I don't believe that. Well, I don't either, but I mean, that's what they claim. So. <laughs> motherfuckers lying ass sons of bitches yeah it is what it is did you eat it in and out while you were out there you know we didn't we ended up <laughs> i i said it from day one that we needed to because we passed it on the mm-hmm. way from the ho- from the airport to the hotel and we mm-hmm. ended up so busy between adventures and different foods and then being so exhausted by the end of the day it's like you know what fuck it we're, <laughs> we're, we're not going to make the effort to drive back out you know we've we just spent 12 hours out in the sun doing what we were doing we're not going to try and leave the hotel once we've showered to to go find something and then yeah you know we ate at the we ate at the hotel the luxor the first night mm-hmm. and ate johnny rockets burgers i will tell you fuck ever eating in a hotel basura like yeah yeah they're, twenty dollars for a sucks. cheeseburger yep. man and it wasn't even that yep. good no and when i uh go ahead sorry no I, I was gonna move on to another restaurant experience in the hotel but go ahead with yours oh well no because the the one of the hotels I were actually multiple hotels that I worked in when I was a night auditor after high school, a lot of them would feed their staff, you know, and you had, there was a certain menu you could eat from in the restaurant or, um, they would leave whatever the special was for the night shift. They would leave like, you know, a serving for each, each person on night shift or whatever. But one of the ones that we ate, you know, we could eat from a certain menu. We would have to basically bill it out so that the revenue was accounted for, and like you would just get a burger and fries and it was like $17 that the hotel billed out for your meal. And I'm just like, I don't, what the fuck? Why am I paying $17 for this fucking bullshit frozen hamburger patty? Yeah. Not even like <laughs> something good. It was just something yeah, no. bullshit. Yeah. And I mean, that's where we were. And then we, we also ate at Dick's last resort. I don't, you may have seen them on the food network. That's like after I thought you were going to stop at Dick's Yeah, we ate Dick's. Uh, but no, we ate at Dick's last resort. And if you've seen it on the food network, that's one of the ones where, oops, that's one of the ones where after 9 PM, the staff treats you hostile. Like they, they insult oh, you okay. they call you shitty things and stuff. And, but we sat there and had like two or three beers each. And then a plate of nachos and our bill was $138. Jesus Christ. And I told Ashley, I'm like, we're never eating in a fucking casino again. Fuck that. So we, we made it a point to venture away um, we went to a place called Mimosa Gourmet. Um, mm-hmm. That's been on Food Network, I think, is what she was saying. They have it, they put two bottles of champagne in a giant cha- in a giant flute, and then put your fruit juice choosing to make you a giant mimosa, and you split it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a, a good novelty. I've got some pictures. I, I don't know if I sent them to you, and I can. I think yeah, I think you sent them to me. But uh, we also the food there was awesome, like absolutely outstanding. I, I sent you a picture of that. I, I had Chili's Kiles and Ashley had country mm-hmm. fried steak with a biscuit and scrambled eggs. And dude, the the biscuit was like the size of my fist. And then we did a dragon shots while we were there, which is a shot of Jameson, a shot of beer and a shot of Bloody Mary mix. And you do them one after the other. Yeah. You sent me a video of that. Yeah. That's because I went party. <laughs> of you being a basic ass bitch. Yeah. 11 a.m. And I've drank a bottle of champagne and done three shots. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what happens when you go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, so eating away, uh, 
in asking, you know, the Uber drivers and stuff like that and the locals, where do you guys go? Again, mm-hmm. paid off because we're not spending $12 a drink or, or $9 a bottle of beer inside the casino. And, you know, we hit Heart Attack Grill and the pricing was acceptable. We hit Ellis Island Brewing while we were there and they do $3 mm-hmm. in-house brewed beers and their food's super affordable and it's badass. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we wanted tacos one night and we we looked up a taco place that uh, the locals told us about like taco gordo mm-hmm. and they didn't serve beer and obviously we want to drink beer while we're out so I, I literally typed into google tacos and beer near me and there was a restaurant called tacos and beer smart and that's it, good marketing it, it is i mean you sold my fat ass on it mm-hmm. pricing was good there too so i mean anything off the strip seems to be pretty good there was a place called oceans one that does three for ten dollar drinks all day every day damn yeah so i mean and and that's not just beers it's beers or like i think Ashley got a, a Long Island iced tea, but you could have gotten three of them for 10 bucks. So like you could get wrecked off 10 bucks. I was going to say, I'd get fucking shit house for 10 bucks. That'd be awesome. Right? <laughs> you don't even need to take a Benadryl to make it happen. Nope. Definitely not. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was most of the vegan I mean, update. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no Peru, but you know, yeah, you know, Vegas will do. One of the things in Peru that we really wanted to do was the rainbow mountains which is where you can see the difference in, in rock color, especially if it happens to rain. And in mm-hmm. part of the area that we found, oh, God, I think it was in Valley of Fire, which is where we went on the last That's what day. I call my butthole. It is. <laughs> I've been there for that. <laughs> it was after the, uh, the spicy foods. But yep. Valley of Fire had some areas where you could see if it got if the rock got wet, you would see the same rainbow striations. That's where I I climbed way up into an area I shouldn't have and took a picture of the roadway and shit like that. I don't know if I sent you those. Uh, yeah, you, you did. You sent me that one uh, with the caption that Ashley is the purple dot. Yeah, and I had to I had to zoom in further than I felt comfortable to in order to even make her out in the picture. Yeah, typically <laughs> so. when we go on an adventure. I end up like a toddler at some point and kind of run off when she's not looking and panic her when we were in, yeah. when we were in Iceland, I went out on a rocky outcrop when it was 60 mile an hour wind. And when we ended up in Ireland, I, <laughs> the cliff, you're just trying to come home in a box. Well, if I can get found, that's the thing. Cause the one in They're Ireland, find you, buddy. I promise. the rocky crags on the, on the waterway, the ocean. Yeah. I jumped down into an area that had a lower level to where mm. my chest was at her foot level, but <laughs> you can't really see what I was standing on. And it's it, kind of sketchy. Go fuck around and get eaten by the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. No Loch Ness monster. About tree fitty. About tree fitty. I always keep tree fitty on me just in case. Hell yeah. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, so I didn't, I didn't go on vacation. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really do anything lately. I, uh, I know we had talked about trying to record, you know, with you calling in, you know, so that we'd have something while you were out there. And, um, like I said, in our social media post today, I, uh, due to our lack of planning and then our lack of equipment, um, we didn't get that done. So <laughs> did you end up I, having uh, the equipment to do it and we just didn't try? Or? No, I didn't. No, I didn't have the equipment. I, I, I tried to find the right equipment and, and didn't have it. And then don't think the equipment that I have is capable of doing it quality Got wise, it. if that makes sense. No, it sounds right. So the, uh, I got to do some more research so I can figure that part out. So I just, I just, you know, it's just been one of those weeks, man. Works, work's been wild and fucking just haven't really been like super into it. So that's unfortunate. 
Yeah, it happens. It'd be like that sometimes. The uh, but no, I, uh, you know, I'm glad you guys had fun. You know, I, I know it's not like I said. It's not, I wasn't even trying to be a dick. Like, it, like right. I know it's not Peru, but like it, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's cool to be able to get out. Well, I think I had told you that we were going to do Peru, and then we had plans to go to like Armenia and Georgia and Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. And then that area of the world is currently having some conflict where Armenia and Azerbaijan are shooting rockets at each other. So that wouldn't Perfect. have been ideal to be there either. Perfect. I like um, it. If you get a chance to go to Las Vegas, there's a lot to do away from the gambling. We didn't spend any money on gambling. Uh, we had mm-hmm. a really good tour with Pink Jeeps Tours. Um, yeah. It ended up being like a Dodge 3500 dually four by four. They took us to Death Valley and showed us around and stuff. And there is some gorgeous scenery there. Um, we went out on some side-by-side racing and had a really good time doing that. Uh, and that was with, oh man, it's not on here. <laughs> she was supposed to not put it prepared. on here. Um, give me just a sec. I see now I done fucked up. Um, 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 um so it's pink. Oh, Vegas elite off road was a really good time. So guy named travis was our guide he did a great job uh, it was it was fun doing 40 or 45 through a bunch of turns and stuff and <laughs> ashley was white knuckling it the whole time and yeah it's it's one of those things that makes you go damn i'd buy a side by side and then you realize there's nowhere to have fun in florida with it there there is you just have to take it someplace you know you can take it up to like hold the paw or out in osteen or yeah but i mean a little bit of a dirt trail and mudding is completely different than what you're doing out there where you're going up rocky climbs and everything. It, it's different terrain, different stuff. Just like if you build a truck here in Florida versus a truck out there, it's built yeah, it's differently different. for different things. Yeah. And being born it was and like that in, in California. Florida. I noticed that like when I was out there for Lockheed, I noticed that like the off-road trucks were not what I was used to in Florida. Like they're just a different style. Yeah, that's oh. talking to the guy that's our guide. He was telling me that he's got like a Jeep Cherokee. And I was like, oh, and he's telling me about it. And I'm like, oh, you're on like 35. He's like, no, I'm on 31s. It's all we need out here. I'm like, oh, I forgot in Florida we, we do it different for different terrain. But Yeah. And well, and, yeah, there's not a whole lot of mud and shit to get locked in and out there. Right. Especially when it rains like 10 days a year. <laughs> yeah. They're they're more like pre-runner style setups out there than, than mud trucks, I guess. Yep. It just, so. just like any vacation, wherever you go, seems like it's way better than where you're from. Yeah. Because you're used to it here. But pretty much. I mean, but we're also from Florida, so it's not hard for it to be better than where we're from. So there's <laughs> that. We are the Wang of the United States. We are the Australia of America. Kind of. It's wild that we're the Australia. Although, no, we're, we're not really, because Australia doesn't really have any coronavirus going on. So. Man. <laughs> and we definitely got some going on here, boy. A little bit of the Rona, a little bit. The uh, oh fuck, sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to slide back up in my chair to my desk. Fucking got locked in on the carpet. <laughs> Shit got a little weird there. Almost got stuck. Did you the, get a chance uh, to give the fire starter method a, a run? Or do you not remember that? I don't remember that. When I was telling you about a a friend of ours, kid discovering masturbation oh, yeah, no, in the no, shower. No, 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 did do that. I did not, sir. That's that's a. It's not. I've pro- I probably wasn't going to, even if I said that I was. So <laughs> I haven't gotten keep a, that in mind. I haven't given it a chance yet, but I'll report back. Yeah, I mean, don't you don't have to. It's fine. You can you can just you know you can keep that to yourself. It's All right. Cool. <laughs> the uh, I was looking for technology stories this week, and I 
I feel like and I, I don't know if it's just my my what Reddit's doing to me, um, but I I feel like all of the technology news is either not good, not cool enough, or there's not a way to make it fit the podcast, or it's all like election related, just because of all of the 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 shit going on with like suppression and fraud and and like all of those different talking points that people have. Like I feel like that's everything in the fucking technology Reddit right right now. So I didn't, I couldn't come up with anything that was worth the shit. I think you said you had something. Yeah, I've got something for nerd alert. Wee 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 wee. Yeah, so I was, I was cruising the, the uh, tech section and figured, you know, we were going to talk about cars, which we just did. Um, and mm-hmm. cars is the industry I work in, and we, where I work, we sp- specialize in um, powertrain swaps. So what runs a vehicle uh, swapped over into another chassis? you know, to, to make it more dependable or, or make it, you guys do ass. LS swaps, man, we do. The, well, you're talking about dependable and hauling ass. So I assume you're talking about LS swaps, right? It's fast, cheap and dependable to pick two. Yep. Yeah. This isn't cheap, but, <laughs> but, but it is Chevy related. So Chevy is going to start operating, offering, um, electric vehicle crate engine packages, essentially, uh, through their GM factory performance. Really? Yeah. So SEMA this year got canceled, which is a big industry trade show for people that yeah. don't know. It's it's everything. PRI from, did as well. Well, yeah. And PRI is, is the is the performance race industry show. And that's more for manufacturers. Like with what we do, we would mm-hmm. go and meet people there. Um, SEMA is more like the world's fair used to be since nobody that listens is yeah. that old. Um, yeah. It seems as a huge Las Vegas convention center. Everything is there. Ford's there. Chevy's there. Um, neon light companies are there. Paint companies are there. Everything, everything automotive related. It doesn't even have to be performance is there. Um, and I've helped build two different cars for SEMA and shit for different companies that I worked for, but SEMA got canceled this year and it's a huge event and it's, they're doing it virtually this year, essentially. So companies are spending a lot of money, doing video presentations and sharing them and they all get put on the SEMA stage, so to speak. And GM is taking a 19, I feel like it's a 75, oh, 1977 K five blazer. Uh, and they swapped in, they pulled out the 175 horsepower engine and put in a 200 horsepower electric engine from the bolt, the Chevy bolt. Um, okay. Hooked it up to the four-wheel drive system, has a, a four-speed auto in it instead of a three-speed. That's the transmission, and it's got a, a battery pack in it. And they said that there's enough demand for it. They're going to start offering it as like a quote-unquote crate engine package for people that want to start converting cars to electric. And they said if they get enough inquiries about higher performance ideas, they'll start offering higher performance electric engine swaps. Electric that's- motor, sorry. That's actually really intriguing. I uh, I would totes be down for that. I can tell you the company that I'm at now, and like I said, we specialize in driveline swaps. The owner wanted to, <laughs> the owner wanted to take a Tesla mm-hmm. and transplant the entire driveline into one of the newer modern Mustangs because he thought it would be badass to have the the new chassis Mustang all electric that can do, you know, zero to 60 in 2.7 seconds or whatever it is. Yeah. And just have something completely unique. But then it ended up being just a huge engineering pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it would be ridiculous to even bother trying. 
Um, I, I, I do, I do think that idea is, is super cool to be able to, not even for like speed purposes, but just the being able to make, you know, like if I have like a, even my truck, like, cause I, you know, I drive fucking two miles round trip to work, but like just, you know, being able to slap a fucking bullshit 200 horsepower electric deal to put around town in, you know, and never have to fucking buy gas again for that. Something to keep, if you have an emotional attachment to a vehicle, which a lot of people do and a lot Mm -hmm. of people think it's stupid. But if you have an emotional attachment to a vehicle, we need to come back to that because I'm on. I have I have some thoughts about that. Yeah, Go ahead. sorry. But so your your parent left it to you, or it was a loved one's, or or it's a project you've been working on since you're 15 and never finished, like me. And you just don't want to <laughs> you don't want to get rid of it, but you want to try and keep it more modern, or inevitably when the time comes that internal combustion engine vehicles are kind of going to be limited or even potentially outlawed, which I think is unrealistic but there will be heavily yeah. restricted don't don't tell the don't tell the gas people that right. fucking. but you know if you want to keep the car that you have it's like man i want to keep working on it and i can just swap an all electric system in there i can still drive it i can still love it i can still enjoy the way it looks but i can keep with all of the current emissions or whatever the fuck rules there are at that point in time or or you just yeah. like the idea of having a smaller carbon footprint or smaller impact on the environment then fuck man i think that's cool i i personally think the biodiesel stuff is super cool to where i always thought that was cool to where you're not actively doing anything you're you're allowing algae or bacteria or whatever it is to create the fuel that's combustible in a diesel engine so Mm -hmm. it's a natural process you're not having to refine shit and making a larger carbon imprint than you have to but i'm a nerd Absolutely. The, so to, to, just to run back real quick to the, the sentimental attachment to cars, maybe it's because I just haven't owned that car, but I don't have it. And I, I I understand people that do, but I I don't know like where it comes from. Like what? I I just don't, I mean, I could see like, Oh, my dad left me the car. That's, you know, okay. Right. But there are people that don't, the, I don't. I just. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I just never bought the right car. Well, a lot of like people I, I that are car people end up having their a large attachment to the first vehicle they ever owned because it was their first car. Could you imagine being a, me being attached to a fucking eighty nine Celica? Maybe. <laughs> Not really. I don't think anybody's attached to those, but I'm sure there is someone somewhere. Yeah. But you know, like your neon that you had. A lot of it was your first performance vehicle that you own. So a lot of people could have an attachment to that and want to go back and own it later. Or I don't, I only have sentimental attachment to the yellow Mustang Mm -hmm. because I've had it for so long and I've bled on it and, you know, put a lot of time and effort into it. You and me both, buddy. Right. So (laughs) like, I don't ever been there from actually, I've been there from day one with that car. Yeah. You drove me down there to pick it up. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I and I packed that fucking Mustang shit in leaving the toll booth too. Yeah. Shit happens. Wait, did you? It's yeah, the neons. The neon is has always been faster than the Mustang. Man, that's because ninety percent of the time I've had that car set on jack stands. That's that is correct. And that's why that's that's the usual that's the usual feeling from a neon owner. Right. So <laughs> my shit at least runs that are I win by yeah. default. Yep, pretty much. But no, so. I you know, I don't ever want to part with that car if I can help it. I'd rather just have it as a test yeah. bed to put whatever in it. But like the silver one, I can sell and be fine with it. I mm-hmm. I really like my truck because my dad had that truck when I was a kid, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Well, and that's what Bigfoot was. And so to to 
to some extent, I have it with um, my grandfather had a similar truck to to yours. Um, it was a it was a dent side. I, I think it was like a seventy six ish. If I'd have to double check with him, but I, I know for sure it was a dent side F one fifty. Um, and like I so I, I but that was it still wasn't that uh, my brother also had a ranger it was a standard cab short bed flare side danger ranger um, and i have a special place in my heart for those as well um you know but like that truck it was it was one of those things where like he's you know my brother's 18 19 20 years old and, and we're you know it's the three liter v6 and the first thing he does is go buy a fucking 75 wet kit and slap that bitch on there oh man um, you know, and, and we were fucking running around town, mopping up fucking, you know, anything that came our way, it, you know, as, as best you can in a right, within 13 reason. second Ranger. Um, but like it, you know, like we had a ton of fucking fun in that truck. Um, you know, but it was also that truck. Like we, you know, that was just my brother and I bonded in that truck. It was, you know, it, it you know, so, so I, I see, I see how it works for people. I guess it just hasn't happened for me to where like, I'm like, Oh my God, I have to have, you know, like I, I can't think back on any car I've ever owned where I'd be like, I'm, I fuck, I got to have another one of those. Yeah. I mean, the neon is the closest thing I can think of for you, but and, it was the, the point me- of so much frustration. Oh God. I, see, and not and I don't even just the us neon. doing the wrong thing. No, absolutely. Drano it was just in general. Shit. Yeah. It was just overall. And that was even my fault too. Cause you know, that was my mouth caused that. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So, yeah. Fuck him for real. Um, but regardless, like I, even with the neon, I don't miss the neon. I miss, I miss popping the sunroof open with all the windows down and just fucking, you know, being on 44 going to the beach, like right. I, you know, and I don't even like the beach, but like, I liked, I liked the drive part of it. Well, and I think, or the 2am trips home from Orlando with the sunroof open and the windows down and just, you know, like it's the, it's the driving of the car, not right. even anything other than just cruising. Like I, well, but, and I think a lot of the sentimental value of anything comes from the memories you make with it more so than just mm-hmm. the aesthetics. Yeah. It, it, it's like being married. The aesthetics are nice, but eventually it, what's way more important because the looks fade is the memories you made along the way. And you, if you really care about them, you're sentimental about them and you don't want to get rid of them. I mean, sometimes you do, <laughs> I, but I, I get what you're trying to say, <laughs> but I'm just saying both. I know my, wife. I don't know about yours. My wife listens. So, I, I can't I can't compare her to a car. That's rude. My wife is the best thing that was made in 1985. The best model. I can't think of anything else from 1985 that I appreciate more. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say the same for 1983. Um, but I still feel like it's just weird comparing wives to cars or years. They're not a bottle of wine. Well. Me. They get better with age sometimes. They do, yeah, yeah. And I they mean, can be sour. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. My wife just gets better with age. Yeah. Mine can be better like vinegar sometimes. <laughs> God damn. Dude, she knows That's it. how you know she doesn't listen. <laughs> Dude, she was in the in the kitchen today when she got home from work, and she's just staring at me, and I'm like, what are you mad about? And she's like, I'm not. And I'm like, then why are you, why are you staring at me like that? And she's like, this is just my face. <laughs> She was just scowling at me, and I was like, but that's I didn't just do anything. That, that's when you take down your pants and give her the helicopter. That tends to make more of Not a pouty face. Well. Aw, that's sad. <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah, you're used to I it. I wouldn't trade now. her for the world. Nope. I know you wouldn't. No. 
But trade her for a fucking Klondike bar, though. Mm. I heard it. What would you do for a Klondike bar? What would Jesus? <laughs> you do would for divorce a your wife. <laughs> WWJ. Uh, what would D four KB? That's the, it's wow. way too many letters. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't make sense. You can't put it on a wristband to make it make sense. Like it just doesn't work. I'm sorry. If from this point forward, unless advertising can be done on a wristband, it is horseshit. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of advertising, I uh, I was going to. I was going to surprise you and a few of our listeners. Uh, the place we get our stickers from put out a uh, a sale this week for keychains. Ooh! And I was, you know, so I'm like, well, fuck, you know, it was like, I think it was like 25 keychains for like nine bucks. I'm like, well, hell yeah! And I'm thinking it's like the plasticky one, not the plasticky ones, but like the rubbery ones that just have your like your logo printed on them or whatever. Okay. They're a sticker company, you know, right? Like silicone. Well, wood. apparently they're like full on fucking printed acrylic deals and our logo is so intricate that they don't look right um <laughs> i'm sure they, you can post a picture of this right yeah I, I will post a picture of it um they are trying to correct them they're going to do a solid color background and see if that helps um you know so you know the, the sticker mule is where we where i got them from it's where i've gotten all of our stickers and shit from a sticker mule is fucking they're great um they were I got a reply back from my email within like 30 minutes and then like they continually like back and forth with me until we got everything, you know, figured out. So, um, when the new ones come in, I'm definitely gonna, you know, make sure that they get posted and, and whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, they, it, but again, it was like nine bucks for 25. Like I wasn't, I'm not expecting fucking, you know, like shiny gold pieces of amazingness, you know, in my mailbox when they show up, like I, you know, it is. But uh, so they're they're working on. But man, these look like shit. <laughs> like they. So just, do you have twenty five blems to hand out? I have yeah, I have twenty five blemished ones. So I was we'll have to figure out what to do with those. Hmm. Oh. So I guess if any of the fans want a bad keychain, yeah, or a good keychain, or yeah. a sticker, or a magnet, or a calendar, mm-hmm. get with us. And oh, you still got calendars left? I've got a couple. Um, I know you had asked me to hold on to one or two. Billy Hurley yeah, says gotta, he still hasn't gotten his. Which I think is weird. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does live in the boondocks, though. So yeah, and the postal service is not ideal right now. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't deliver out there. They must think it's a ballot. They probably do. Yeah, they're probably like this is ballot sized. But we're not going to take it to this guy. We know who he's <laughs> voting for. <laughs> Given the state he's in, it should be pretty clear. I don't know. Shit's getting wild out there on that too. Yeah, it's. It's a, it's an interesting scenario. It's it has become the dominant item in in the news that I see Absolutely. because I read the news. Yeah. I don't watch the news. But but aside from all that, I don't if, know how to read, so I just get the <laughs> cliff notes from you. Right? TLDR. Shit's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Shit's wild out here, bro. Yep. But uh, yeah. Uh, so if anybody wants a magnet or any of those other items, get with us mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. I am the PM the DM the carrier pigeon whatever it is, uh, and let all us know of it. all of it. All of it. Uh, let us know what it is you're looking for. Uh, the calendars are mm-hmm. not free. Figure they're twenty yeah. bucks shipped, um, or fifteen bucks shipped. Whatever. Fuck it. They're they're twenty shipped now. 20 if you shipped. didn't already buy one, yeah, they went up in price. If you didn't get in on the first, only got run, a couple left. Limited edition. Sorry yep. about your luck. Uh, so those are the only things that will cost you money. The other ones are free. If you want one or some, we'll send them to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing we ask is if we send you the calendar, the sticker, the keychain. Uh, just send us a picture of where you got it, where you stuck it, what you did with it, so we can throw it on the social medias. Uh, we will, in theory, eventually do that. 
Yeah, definitely. I uh, I'll try to get some pictures of the keychains taken and get them get them put up this week. So yep. so you can find us on all the socials at nothing in mod pod, uh, whether it's the Twitter, the Twitter, the Instagram. I think you said we have Twitch. Uh, yeah, we we got a Twitch. We don't use it, but follow us there in case we ever decide to. Okay, maybe maybe one of these days Travis will buy a fucking webcam and we can uh, we can accompany video with our our fucking audio segments for you guys. And I can do the world's worst lighting in my room. You can, although I mean, you see my lighting in my camera; it's pretty solid, and it's literally just the ceiling light. Yeah, I'm just heavily so, backlit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's That's fucking stupid. Said. But but yeah, we'd love it uh, if you guys would would hop on there and send us a message. We'll get you some free stuff. Um, please make sure you are following all that jazz. And if you mm-hmm. want to spread it to your friends, it is safer than coronavirus. It is far less likely to kill you, um, but it may drive you to suicide. It, 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 no, I won't do that either. What it's going to do is cause your friends to just never talk to you again. So if you're okay with that, go ahead and send them the link. Perfect. So. <laughs> the more people that you can uh you can get to follow us the the more free shit we can give away if mm-hmm. we can get to Absolutely. the uh, what was it that we talked about if we can have a thousand downloads a week thousand, for five weeks thousand downloads a week five weeks straight we'll we get, tattoos. get tattoos yeah actually that reminds me i need to call babin because i think i need i think it's time for another session on my leg just gonna get those so. the logo on there no no i'm i'm trying to figure out i want to get hand tattoos as well um Cause I'm, cause you're planning to go to prison. Cause I'm stupid, I guess. I don't know. I, I uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure that. Out. I need to. I got to figure out how to do it and work around my wedding ring. Cause I want to be able to wear my wedding ring, but it would, you know, be all up in the middle of where you would put a hand tattoo. You need to move your wedding so. ring to a finger and let the wedding ring serve as a hyphen. Like get, uh, like get the word he man tattooed on your hands and let the wedding ring be the hyphen. Uh, I'll have to. I might have to work on that. All right, that. Thank you for that. Like high end. Figure out how to handle that. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. So, well, fucking. <laughs> so we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, if you got any fucking hand tattoo ideas, send them my well, way. I'm yeah. open. So think about it. They whoever comes up with the best hand tattoo idea that you pick will live on your body for the rest of your life, however mm-hmm. short that may be. Yeah. See, there we go. That's your chance to, to live in infamy. Because if Mike gets famous. He'll be like, he'll throw up his hands I, and nobody can see what I'm doing. But yeah, I uh, well, that's because you won't buy a fucking webcam. It's not that I won't. Um, <laughs> that I'm poor. I got I got to buy car tents. I got to fucking replace the shit on the Miata I broke. So I um I forgot to do our my TikTok update. Um, the I posted the picture I posted today on on social media comes from one of my new favorite accounts, which is at Aben Trump. You can also find them on Twitter um, with links to the videos, but they do like little 30 to 60 second skits and one character plays a blink and the other character plays Trump and they have a conversation that is usually fucking hysterical. Did you say a um, blinkin? <laughs> he said, no, nah, man. He said, hey, blinkin. Um, anyway, uh, that's one of my new favorites to follow. Um, I've also on TikTok there are. They call them like you've ended up on the conservative side of TikTok or the liberal side of TikTok or Canadian TikTok or Canadian TikTok TikTok or or, yeah, there's, there's all those. Uh, I've ended up on messy slash drama TikTok. Um, and my life is fucking complete. There's a, 
there's a girl somewhere in the Midwest who, and I don't know the circumstances behind it, but her family lost their farm and it's going up for auction. And apparently the farm has been in her family for like a hundred years. Uh, but she is a Trump supporter. And I believe there were some videos that, that surfaced of her belittling people for using government services or social services or shit like that. Oh boy. Uh, and she's trying to go fund her way to buying back her family's farm from the auction. Uh, and this, I guess she said some shit to somebody and this person took it upon themselves to start a competing GoFundMe, uh, to also buy the farm back and move, uh, like a whole community of people and plant just black lives matter flags all across the front of the lawn when they buy it. That's some serious um, pettiness. They've both almost raised a hundred grand, which I guess is the minimum to get into bid for it. Um, like both GoFundMe's are at or just over the hundred grand they needed to do it. You know, like there is a legit fucking TikTok fight over just gathering the money to be able to bid on this fucking property. You know what I hate about that whole scenario is TikTok everything takes a percentage <laughs> of that. Well, no, no, no. The, they're taking they're taking donations like straight to PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. Like the the girl that does it, um, like GoFundMe takes it, but like there are people sending just like Cash App donations straight to uh, this this girl's Cash App or her Venmo or um, the PayPal. Jesus. So TikTok's not involved at all. It's just a platform for v- funny videos back and forth about it. I'm sorry. I meant GoFundMe takes a portion. Oh yeah, yeah. GoFundMe's taking a portion. Um, which you know, we need to start can, a GoFundMe equivalent and get bought out. There are there are a lot of equivalents out there that have varying fee structures. Unfortunately, GoFundMe is they're like PayPal. Nobody's going to replace PayPal with the services PayPal provides because PayPal is who they are. Right. Um, and cash app and Venmo aren't PayPal. I guess if that, like they're similar services, but it's not the same service. Right. But Facebook so, wasn't MySpace, and Facebook eventually took over the, the social sphere. Yeah. And, but nobody's ever going to replace Facebook yeah. for everything Facebook offers you. TikTok won't either because it in TikTok's a different experience. It's no, not, I, I get it. It's so adaptive and shit like yeah. that. But but no, I mean um, you could offer people a serve hey, do your GoFundMe equivalent bullshit here and we'll only yeah. charge you one percent instead of three yeah. percent. We don't blah blah There's blah. There's like the the problem you run into and we went through this with um my niece when she was having her, her surgery uh, a couple months ago. Um a lot of people don't want to donate to the lesser known services because they just don't have the reputation. Right. Feeling like you they might know GoFundMe's legit. Yeah. They know GoFundMe's legit. Yeah. But so, then you got the guy selling bricks to fucking fund the border wall and they end up scamming mm-hmm. people out of $15 million and are living well, on a private yacht to not get fucking yeah, extradited. Pretty much. Um, so I, I guess what pisses me, I like, I like to see the pettiness and the messiness of it all. But what pisses like both sides piss me off because I think it's weird that, you like I, I get the sentimental value behind your family's farm and wanting to get it back and, and, and like I, I sympathize with that. I just don't sympathize with wanting donations from people you don't know to try to do that. You mean like um, like tax dollars? Yeah, like, like it, it's a yeah, <laughs> it's an equivalent. But at the same time, it's it's equally as fucked up for this person, the other person, to be on the campaign to to try to take it, I guess. 
Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I think the whole situation is fucked up, but from the outside looking in, I like the messiness of it. And I think it's funny. If anybody so, um, wants I guess to I'm, donate, I guess I'm fucked up for that, which is fine. Listen, nothing in moderation is on board with buying this farm and using it as a medieval <laughs> times equivalent outdoors. Mike and I will put on three shows a week on the farm in fucking armor. Like we're battling. Yep. And we will pretend to be, both the girl trying to get her farm dressed in yep. medieval lassware and the guy who's trying to prevent her from buying it. If we buy it and you guys want to put in for it, we will Absolutely. act this out every week. Correct. I'm with it. I like it. Now it's a three way. So if, if we have any rich benefactors out there that want to help out, we're in. We don't even need one rich one. We could just use a lot of poor ones. Everybody yeah. puts in 10 bucks. We only need That's true. a thousand, 10,000 people. <laughs> math <laughs> all right let's move on to trash or treasure it's oh, wild man. out here trash 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 um so i'm going to start out this week's trash or treasure and i hope this doesn't immediately give it away but i feel like there's no there's no other way to start this if i start this any other way it's just not going to be the same is it the red hot chili peppers it is not okay we well said give it um, away so no i would have had to say give it away now oh got it god um, this person was arrested while naked, high, and playing the bongos. That does not All immediately the, give it away, but I feel like it should. Sweet. It should, but it, I'm glad it doesn't. I did not know that until just now. Um, I don't know anyone this, that plays the bongos. That's true. I didn't know this person played the bongos. Um, <laughs> it's just not one of those things that I would be like, yeah, they probably play the bongos. You know, like you can look at someone and be like, they probably play the piano or they're probably into guitar or drums or whatever. You know, I don't, I don't get bongos from this person. I mean, the only two people I can think of off the top of my head that, that got arrested and probably were naked and on drugs are like Hugh Grant and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Charlie well, Sheen. of those people. Uh, yeah, no, not, not him either. Which is, you know, I would have, I would have probably immediately guessed Charlie Sheen. Right. He seems like a open player. The naked high. I could see, you know, bongos getting in the mix there. Yeah. Um, so this week's Treasure Treasure was born in 69. Ha <laughs> ha. Was it the summer of 69? It was not. It was, it was, um, was, it was in a couple of days in 69. So it was like the fall, almost winter of 69. Okay. Um, his mom is a kindergarten teacher and a published author. Ooh. Um, is it Harry Potter? No, it's not. Um, his dad, um, ran oil pipe supply business. There, there that was, I was like, fuck, I saw that. Um, his dad also played college football for Kentucky and Houston, which is probably not very big. Oh shit. His dad was actually also drafted to the green Bay Packers. Look at that. Huh. I didn't read that far. See, I should have read further. Should have read further. Um, the, the more intriguing part about his parents though, is that they married each other three times. <laughs> Which means they got divorced twice. <laughs> I don't. Which I don't. I don't fully understand. I mean, I um, I have a friend who's been married to the same man twice, and then married a third time to a different guy. But I'm not sure she's Jesus. not going to end up with a first husband again. That's wild. <sighs> yeah. No. Let's not go there. Listen, the third wedding, she released doves, <laughs> and they couldn't find their way where they needed to go. <laughs> they were released in a high walled alley. So. That was the dry wedding I told you I went to where I brought my own beer and I got yelled oh, at. Oh, God. Yeah, fuck them. 
So anyway, for having a dry wedding. So somebody got drafted by the Green Bay Packers before yeah, it was his, a combined his dad, league. His, so his dad was uh, was a, a, a foot, foot, football player. Okay, foosball. The foosball. Um, he is. He's a movie star. I will. I will. I will give that away. Okay. Um, he's been in Angels in the Outfield. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, he was. I have an, a name in my head, and I can't. That's good. That's good. I like that. Was he in this most recent Superman origin movie where he Not played Superman's dad? I don't think so. Okay. Um, was he in Dances in, with Wolves? No. Waterworld? No. He was in The Wedding Planner. <laughs> you said the wedding planner, and all I could think of was Adam Sandler and the wedding singer, and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> I wish you would have guessed it. That would have been awesome. One more outburst, sir, and I will strangle uh, you with my microphone cord. He was also in Magic Mike, which is a uh, fun fact for the folks out there is a loose adaptation of my life. So Yeah, very loose. Well, I mean, listen. Let's see, 69, so that makes him 51. He was also in Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, is it um, Matthew McConaughey? It is Matthew McConaughey. He is definitely a bongo player. <laughs> See, and I don't get that. I don't get bongos from him. Like, I, I know he's weird and out there, but I, uh, I, I didn't get bongos. You know, like, I could see him playing, like, the flute or something stupid like that. He's a flautist. Yeah. <laughs> he's the flautist. Wait. Uh, the first lady? Yeah. But uh, that's interesting. I did not know that his father was a football player. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me he was arrested naked and high while playing the bongos. No, the, the the arrested naked and high does not surprise me. The bongos thing is really what, like, when I read that, I was like, I, I got to do this guy. He's fucking, he's one of us. How long ago was he arrested for that? Uh, it was ninety. It was 99. Okay. I was going to say, is that like a, a recent thing? Was he sitting next to a no. Cadillac or, was, or a, a Buick or was he in it? <laughs> next to a Lincoln. Was it a Lincoln? <laughs> he does, yeah, he does Lincoln commercials, though. But no, it wasn't. Okay. Does he have any uh, drama other than the, the arrest? Other other than that, no. And his just his general weirdness, um, you know, and his his uh, his Matthew McConaughey-isms. What was the movie he so, was in where he was on the stock market and he was yelling, those are rookie Wolf numbers. of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to see it. I figured that was one of the ones that would give it away, so I didn't want to jump, like, right to that. He's He's in a movie so. called Mud as well. You should check out if you get a chance. He's kind of just like a, a drifter, I think. But Dallas Buyers Club was actually a really good movie. His he's a, he's a drifter, so it's a he was born to walk a, alone. You know, it's a it's a it's a movie about his day to day life. Probably, he seems like the drifter type. Like he just you know, like he's like just he goes on benders and gets lost in the mountains for weeks on end. Uh, yeah, but have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> Uh, I uh, I don't have any personal problems with Matthew McConaughey. He is super fucking weird, but uh, I I typically get a good kick out of his uh, his shenanigans when they do happen. Um, and his Lincoln commercials, although I thought creepy at first, I now laugh at. So yeah, it's almost and there's something respectable about getting arrested naked and stone playing the bongos. Like I want to be able to tell a story like that. I mean, all you have to do is get naked and go play the bongos and get high. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's but I don't gonna get arrested. arrest you. 
No. God. Just tell people you're homeless while you're in Daytona and they'll arrest you for being homeless and leave the oxies in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We could do that. I did tell you that story, right? Uh, no, no, you didn't. The buddy of mine worked in Daytona and uh, picked up an arrestee outside of a club that got arrested for drunk and disorderly. And the arresting mm-hmm. officer didn't search the the arrestee very well. So when my buddy picked up the person who was going to jail and searched them, found a bag of like oxys in their pocket Jesus and called Christ. me. He's like, hey, uh, what do you think I should do with this? And I was like, charge him or I can come charge them. And the arresting officer was like, no, just put it in his prisoner property and let him get it when they get out. And I was like, I, <laughs> I, I don't think it works that way legally, but whatever. Yeah. Make them sign for it. That way that's written proof that it's theirs and charge them again. But Ugh. fucking mess that they, that city is. Yeah, for real. But it's yeah, you go wild. out there and be homeless and you'll go to jail. But yeah, I, well, fuck that. Just I don't even sure. like going to Daytona anyway. Nah. Just make sure you have your bongos and in, <laughs> in your high and you can fucking. He did it. He got arrested in his house. This isn't what? even happening out in public. Yeah, this was at his house. How do you get arrested in your house? That's like getting fired on your know. day off. What I didn't know was that while I was banging away in my bliss, two Austin policemen also thought it was time to barge into my house unannounced, wrestle me to the ground with nightsticks, handcuff me, and pin me to the floor. McConaughey writes. <laughs> well, I mean, given current environments, uh, I would say he that's a pretty white privilege scenario to not just be shot. <laughs> he adds that he deliberately refused to cover himself up during the arrest, writing, fuck you, motherfucker, you broke in my house. Fuck yeah, I resisted. <laughs> Whatever I love it. That. I don't know. It doesn't look like anything. Fine fifty dollars. Uh he was fined fifty dollars for having his house yeah. broken into. Two, two days later, Bongo naked t shirts were all over Austin. <laughs> I mean I want I now I want to track down one of those Bongo naked t shirts. I think that's worth it. I mean Absolutely. That'd be the best fifty dollars I ever spent. But it, we don't have, we're not Matthew McConaughey, so it wouldn't be fucking fifty dollars for us. I'd I'd end up doing fucking six months in jail or something stupid like that and losing everything. <laughs> I can't imagine if if that's the totality of the situation is oh, we saw him inside his house and he's playing bongos and we don't want none of that hippie shit in our city, so we kicked in the door and beat his ass and put him in handcuffs. <laughs> like what lawyer is not ready to do that shit for free? I gotta be honest, I I might need to I just found these shirts. They're pretty simple because, you know, it was the 90s, so it's not like there's anything intricate going on. I, I, I could probably recreate these and just make my own. I'm going to have to get with Destry. See what I can come because he's got a heat press for making t-shirts. Oh, man. Just make sure. It's going to get weird. Is there a person on the shirt? There is. And you just got to make them fatter so it's one of us. Yeah. that's Well, that was the goal. With a beard. damn it. Yeah. That was the goal, dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> Stop it. So I would say, uh, given that information, that with nothing negative to hold against McConaughey, I don't think it, mm-hmm. we could really qualify him as trash if we wanted to. No, he's absolutely a treasure. So yeah. we'll miss him when he's gone. I'm trying to give him his flowers now. What do you think? Because I know you're not really a movie buff. Like you, you watch some movies and stuff, but every now and then, have you seen many of his movies? Like, have you seen Dallas Buyers Club? I've not. Have I? Have I you seen honestly, Interstellar. Nope. Okay. So, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, bits and pieces of it, and never seen it beginning to end. That's actually a really good movie too. Yeah, I, I liked what I've seen. I seen. I feel like I fell asleep the couple of times I tried to watch it for <laughs> just because not not because of the movie, but just you know it was not good timing for me to watch a movie. The, the scene where Jonah Hill is begging DiCaprio to smoke crack with him is hysterical. <laughs> 
I I honestly am looking at the movies just scattered throughout this article that he's been in. I probably haven't seen most of them. Well, yeah, I'm, like I said, I know you're so, not big into movies like I am. I mean, we've yeah. been doing the 31 scary movies in 31 days for the month of October. Yeah, we have. Well, Jen has. I I partook most nights. Oh, has she been, been watching been, them too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She well, she's she's been watching a day, at least one different one a day. Oh well, then I'll have to get her our so. list that we've watched and see if we have any overlap. We haven't watched any of them, right. Halloween or or Friday the Thirteenth or any of the typical scary stuff. We just we we bought a month long shutter subscription and we've been going through shutter and amazon and I actually we, we bought a full year of shutter we just paid for because it, it was like we got a deal through one of the podcasts we listened to right they had like a code it was like 50 55 bucks or something for the full year that's not bad so no it, it wasn't bad at all so we just we, we actually paid for a full year of shutter she she loves shutter yeah we so. we won't watch enough but i mean if you guys get a chance lumberjack man zombievers poultry geist mm-hmm. thanks killers there was a movie we watched on shutter um or maybe it was netflix and it wasn't scary like slasher type scary um it was it was like fuck with your head scary okay so like um, a suspense movie Kinda, yeah. Like it was, they, these people went to like a, a a high school friend's like funeral. Okay, but he was like a government researcher. Huh. Um. God damn it. But, uh, I'm trying to remember the title of it because it was fucking. <laughs> it was a great movie. But because Did I don't you? watch movies, right? I don't remember shit like that when I need to. I should have thought about um, this. We just watched the movie called Satanic Panic. And it was better than I expected. Hmm. Well, Satanic Panic was a thing. Was it a documentary or was it? No, it was a, a in theory, fictional based movie. Okay. We just, we watched it today while I was waiting on you to be available to record. Oh, okay. So I think it's like movie 29 for the month. Yeah, we uh, we want or Jen watched. I started to watch with her last night. Like we watched uh, Craft last night. <laughs> okay. Um, the we've done the house because we Halloween. The original Halloween is like her favorite movie. Okay. Um, so we we've we watched that year round anytime it happens to be on. Um, the we've watched um, a couple of the Friday the or the Jason movies. Um, a couple of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, or aren't those the same? Or is it Freddy? Freddy's Nightmare on Elm Street. Jason's Friday okay, that, the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah. So we we were her we were at her parents' house night. They were watching like Freddy Two or some shit. Okay. Um, those ended up becoming more comedy oriented on Nightmare with the Nightmare on Elm yeah, Street series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the I, I I she's watched a bunch of other ones. I just don't remember. Did you guys you know, end up rewatching uh, Candyman? Because I know we talked about that. No, previously. we 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 were we are going to. Um, I think we're going to do that tomorrow or Saturday. Okay, Hellraiser is one that's on the streaming services. I've never mm-hmm. actually watched it, and it's supposed to be very good. Hmm. I'll have to check. I've never. I don't think I've seen Hellraiser. Oh, it's a scrolling through. It, fucking. They supposedly open like Pandora's box, essentially. I don't know if you know all that mythology about Pandora's box and no, not really. Yeah. No big deal. These are terrible conversations to try to have with me. Everybody that's out there has probably already shut this shit off. And it's just you and I talking. We could do it via text. <laughs> yeah. But did you know what a narwhal was? I did not. I still, <laughs> I still don't really, I don't fully understand it. Honestly, it's a unicorn whale. Just think of it that way. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I'm just, you know, I don't know. 50 best movies. I'm going to find this fucking... I'm going to have to cut out like five minutes of bullshit in between, but I'm finding this goddamn movie. If anybody has any scary movie suggestions or suspenseful, whether they're B-rated comedy like Zombievers or Thanksgiving, or or if you have actual scary movies, um, we'd love to watch them. Ashley and I have a really hard time finding anything that's actually quote-unquote scary, um, mm-hmm. just because I can always almost always predict the jump scare bullshit. But I actually really like the um, possession type movies mm-hmm. that are supposed to be based in real life or are portrayed as based in real life rather than over yeah. the top. Um, I'm not someone of particularly religious belief. Like I don't believe in ghosts and all that stuff or in the standard construct of religion. But when the stuff that happens to claim something as a possession I find it really hard to say if that's happening, I still don't believe that there's nothing more going on. You know, having knowledge that it's impossible to have or speaking a language that they've never been exposed to or that's been dead for a thousand years or that Mm -hmm. kind of shit. I'm like, there's something got to be there. It can't just be delusional stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I. I don't know, like, because I, I feel like that shit could happen. Like, I don't, I don't put that out of the realm of possibility, um, un, un, unaided. I guess is the best way to try to put that. Like well, it, I mean, it doesn't know. have to be demon possession. Yeah, but there's clearly something going on to all of a sudden become knowledgeable in these topics that it doesn't make any sense for that person to possess the knowledge in. And the easiest thing is mythology. God got involved. Satan got involved whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just like all the Roman mythology and stuff like that. Well, what's lightning? Oh, it's God throwing lightning bolts to earth, you know, shit like that. But are you asking Jen what the movie yes. was? Yes. Yeah. So while I was in it was, Vegas, I brought one of the stickers and I did not stick it anywhere. I could not. You f- motherfucker. What kind of a co-host are you? You know, I kept my eyes peeled for a place like the dive bars that we have where people put stickers on everything and I couldn't find anywhere that had stickers. Everything was just clean, which was so weird. Like even yeah. in the heart attack grill, I was like, man, I'm going to stick it right over the urinal. And then they're like, everything's nice and squeaky clean. And it yeah. doesn't make sense to just stick a sticker somewhere to have it peeled off at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's good for a picture. Yeah. And then I'll peel it off myself to not be an asshole. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No. That seems like a lot of extra work. So, yeah, she hasn't responded yet. So she doesn't love you. I get this answer. She does. Don't say that. She's she busy hanging me. out with Lizzie and Alice. She is. She is definitely doing that. She. They're probably all just curled up on the couch sleeping. So nice. But all right, buddy. Well, you ready to get the fuck out of here? Sure. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to leave everybody trying to figure out what fucking movie that was. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> One last time, real quick, because we got to it late in the show. If you're still listening somehow, uh, we do have stickers, magnets. We're going to have keychains. Um, if you want one, we're happy to send them to you for free. Uh, just mm-hmm. give us mm-hmm. your info on any of the DMs, IMs, PMs, carrier pigeons. Um, send them out. Yep, we will get them out to you. And all we ask is that you get us a photo of wherever you put it so we can share it on social media and show that you're repping. Um, there are still a few calendars left, uh, the buttholes of Africa. If you want one, we're happy to send it to you anywhere in the 48, uh, at 20 bucks flat for the calendar and shipping. If you want to go outside of that, we'll figure out some sort of shipping situation. Um, but there are a couple left. 
All right. We'll definitely fucking get your orders in for those last couple of calendars. Um, we got ours ready to go for next year. Oh, and uh, like I said, we'll uh, we'll mail out stickers and shit like that if you want. Um, I don't have yeah, anything grandma. else. Uh, you ready to get the fuck out of here, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Don't do anything crazy. We love you. Bye. See ya. See ya. Stop it. Hey, kids. You've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air and this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right. Well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>